1: on the Zabecast, one of the worst strategic calls in NFL history by a broadcaster was made by one of the most respected analysts of all time. You forgot? I'll remind. Notorious J.A.Y. is our guest. We'll talk James Harrison, white wide receivers, Monique's feud with Netflix, and a whole lot more. All that and the insidious steps we are taking towards being slaves to the machine. You got 45 minutes to kill, then buckle up and let's go. Here we go! Thursday, January 25th, 2018, and what is old is new again. Vince McMahon expected today to announce a new football league. 3 o'clock press conference this afternoon. Hmm, XFL 2? XXFL? Make football great again? again interesting i think any chances of a new league a new professional tackle football league has virtually no chance of succeeding but vince is apparently going to give it a try or something like that we'll talk about that in future zabe casts i am sure all right thank you for downloading and pressing play we begin with this 16 years ago the patriots dynasty began in new orleans with a 20-17 20 to 17 thrilling last second victory in Super Bowl thirty-six. This the Super Bowl that was just months after 9-11, a very incredible, emotional Super Bowl, and one in which Darren Ravel made his big splash as a young, aspiring sports business reporter by chronicling just how he was able to get tickets to the game for barely over face value. I think the day of the game, because there is so much security, this Super Bowl being in the wake of 9-11 and a ring of tanks and barriers and armed guards around the big game, that that Darren Revell pretty much seized on the fact that the Rams and the Patriots, two kind of upstart franchises that didn't have wide nationwide followings and being 9-11 and everything else, demand for tickets was at, an all-time low, and he was able to get in. I forget the number, but it was pretty incredible. He wrote the whole story, and that was kind of the start of Darren Ravel's career. But the game itself was interesting in this regard. I got an email from one Corey in West Virginia. Thank you, Corey, for checking in. He writes to say, Zabe, your points about Romo the other day were very interesting, and it's nice that he actually gets excited about the game. In contrast, check out this video from the Patriots-Rams Super Bowl back in 2002. He writes, First off, it's kind of hilarious to hear John Madden say the Patriots should take a knee before their game-winning drive. Granted, as they drove to the 50, he did call himself out for being wrong, which is why he's the best color guy in history, or at least in my opinion. Even more striking, though, is you listen to how bland Summerall's call is as the Patriots kick a field goal to win the The fucking Super Bowl. He sounds like someone just killed his dog. There's got to be a balance, writes Corey in West Virginia, Virginia, between Gus Johnson levels of excitement and sounding like you're kind of annoyed by having to be at the game at all. Thank you, Corey in West Virginia. I'm going to play the couple clips of the game, the final drive there, and just a few notes at the end of it. But here was the final call the final two minutes final minute 33 I believe it was of that Super Bowl just a couple representative clips and of course the game-winning field goal by Adam Vinatieri as called by the legendary Pat Summerall. And
0: now with no timeouts I think that the I think that the Patriots with this field position you have to just run the clock out you have to play for overtime now I don't think you want to force anything here you don't want to do anything stupid because you have no
1: timeouts and you're backed up. Brady's in the shotgun. Here's Brady. Not much pressure. Throws out to Redmond again. Redmond gets the first down.
0: Yeah, I think more importantly, yeah, more importantly, yeah, more importantly than getting the first down is that he got out of bounds and stopped the clock. and And now I kind of like what the
1: Patriots are doing this would be from 48 yards out and this this has been a year about minatary and and making
0: some great kicks against the raiders two of the greatest kicks that i've ever seen in my life here comes one of greater importance if he makes it and it's right down
1: the and Adam minatary Sorry, the end of the bite cut off there. YouTube, whoever uploaded that YouTube video didn't do a good job of editing, but yes, he was just about to put the cap on it as the Patriots, as the Patriots win the Super Bowl. I don't know how old Corey is in West Virginia. I don't know if he remembers that game. I don't know if he remembers much about Pat Summerall, but that was Pat Summerall's shtick. That was his style. That's what he was known for. Understatement. At all times. And many people, myself included, appreciated the style. That said, I think my tastes have evolved to the point where now listening to it 16 years later, it's unbelievable to think that that was the call for the game itself. There there has to be a little more punch from the play-by-play guy in a moment like that. At least I feel that way. But Summerall, before the last, you know, I don't know how many years at the end, he was kind of bad, and I would make fun of him at times, screwing things up. And I feel bad about that as a young radio punk, pulling sound bites of Summerall screw-ups as he would get older and older and looser and looser and sloppier and sloppier. But Summerall was a legend, and that, that was his final Super Bowl. And I'm not sure, it might have been his last game as a matter of fact, as well, at the network level. I'd have to look that up. But back to Madden. Consider this. The Patriots had a minute and 32 seconds left at their own 20, indoors, to get in a field goal position, which is really only, you know, Vinatieri made it from 48, but that kick was boomed through the uprights. It would have been good from 55-plus. So really, you're only talking about getting to the other team's 40 to have a shot at a game-winning, Super Bowl-winning, lifetime-changing, first-ever Super Bowl in Patriots history. You do the math. That's 40 yards only. You only need 40 yards to go from your own 20 to the other team's 40 to have that shot. And with a minute and 32 seconds left, and John Madden, as Corey says, I still think he's the greatest color guy in history, that he corrected himself, saying, oh, I kind of like what they're doing now. Go back to the first comment and go back to the first thinking. Yes, I'll give Madden some credit for correcting himself, but how could he say what he said? Yeah, Don't do anything dumb here. Just go into overtime. This is even more insane considering the fact that overtime then didn't guarantee both teams a touch of the football if the first team to get it kicked a field goal to take the lead in overtime. This was true sudden death overtime had they gone to it back in 0-2. Also, the Patriots were 13.5 point underdogs. They were playing with the ultimate house money. They were coming off of, two weeks prior, the tuck rule game in the snow. No, they weren't going to take three knees with a minute and 30 to go. What are you, nuts? But the thinking amongst coaches has changed since then. At least some coaches. Not every coach, though. See, coaches I maintain still in their heart of hearts, in their primal instincts, coaches in the NFL, coach to not lose. They don't coach to win. They are programmed to do what they think is the most statistically possible outcome or statistically probable or statistically beneficial. But it's really not necessarily the most statistically beneficial way to try to win a game. Sometimes it's just it feels comfortable. It feels like, okay, the Rams just scored to tie the game at 17. We've got a minute 30 left. We've got no timeouts. That's another thing. No timeouts on either team. Zero timeouts for the Pats, zero timeouts for the Rams. A minute 32 to go. That never happens in today's game. I don't know where they spent their timeouts or how they spent their timeouts, but even the worst clock managers in the NFL now know you got to carry some timeouts, preferably all three, under the two-minute warning if you want to have the maximum ability to squeeze a victory out of precious few seconds. But that was the uh, that was the Super Bowl back in 2002, and pretty interesting. And good thing the Patriots did not listen to the great John Madden at that very moment. All right, that music can only mean one thing: the notorious. Jay Hello, Zabin. How are you? Good, my brother from another mother, former producer of the Steve Zabin Live Show on Fox Sports Radio. Current producer of the Brett Hollander Show on WBL in Baltimore. Steeler fan and co-founder of the predecessor to Bitcoin, Stripper Bucks. Oh. Jay Contrell.
0: We in gotta the talk house. about Bitcoin. I, I want somebody to. I just signed up for an account.
1: And, oh, and you're I, you're in late, buddy. I you I, are in late, but like before every, we get just into like that, everything else, yeah. before we get into that, emergency, emergency swerve on the rundown of items. Thank you. Right before we went on the air, as I was queuing up the FTG theme song with one CeeLo Green, yes. uh, Jay says to me, We love CeeLo. And I go, uh, What do you mean, we? You and the community? And <laughs> Jay loses it. You're like, no, everybody loves CeeLo Green. Right. You cannot dislike CeeLo Green. Well, I thought well, first of all I do like CeeLo Green, number one. I also even though, like him. Even though he's a drug date rapist, yeah, allegedly. That, yeah, that little thing kind of hurts his yeah, uh, yeah, that little thing. Yeah. Okay, so there's that. But when you say we love CeeLo Green, you are making an implicit endorsement of the black community. You know that.
0: No, when I say we, I mean everybody as a whole. No, there's no such thing as we as everybody
1: as a whole. When did that end? When are we all a we? We oh that too, we White, can't be. White, black, we, Democrat, we, Republican, we, feminist. We Nazi. can't be a we.
0: I'm trying to bring everybody together. We
1: can't I be a t- we. I would love for us to be a we, but that's right. You're, nice. li- you're living in a fantasy world if you think everybody is a we. And you're you're crazy if everyone thinks that he likes them. So when you said, "Of course, everyone likes CeeLo Green," it immediately harkened back to another pillar of the black entertainment community that I thought had crossover appeal and was widely loved. One, Steve Harvey. And you once told me, Jay, ah, Steve Harvey, total cornball. Not funny. Not funny. All. Don't at like all. him. No. Can't read a cue card. No. Messes up winners at beauty pageants. I hate
0: Steve Harvey. Oh. <laughs> Why? Steve, he's- If I can use your phrase, Jay, we all love Steve Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I, so I called my mom. It's like maybe two months ago. Yeah. And I hear the TV on in the background. And I said, what are you watching? She goes, the Steve Harvey show. I love Steve Harvey. I've never wanted to hang up on my mother at any time in my life (laughs) other than that day right there.
1: That's so funny that you had a mom that that sent you right to the brink. Because I set, told the story this week about I how heard you that. heard my mom, yes. <laughs> my mom's your mom is a Facebook hot <laughs> shutdown take on Facebook, and I literally wanted to pick the phone up phone up and go, "Mom, shut it." Yes, my mom. So like, your mom said, "I love Steve Harvey." You know, I was watching. I I came across. You know, he was on my TV in the kitchen as I walked in there for a glass of OJ or whatever. And he's talking to some marriage counselor, and he's talking about, well, you know, if the man in the relationship really likes something, like let's say he likes feet, you know, the woman should really understand that and at least try to go along with it. And Steve Harvey starts doing that, you know what it is, Jay, that Steve Harvey look right into the camera, breaking the fourth wall, that puzzled look like, what? Feet? And then then as soon as the guy stops talking, he goes, let me get this. The feet are involved in the sex. <laughs> and, and the crowd's going crazy, and I'm like, bro, you know what a fucking foot fetish is. Don't play it off like you don't. Ever heard of Rex Ryan? <laughs> and, and the fact that Steve Harvey wrote a book. Uh, what was um, his book? He, it was
0: also a movie, um, Think Like a Man. It was That's the, right. He, and they made it. But this dude, how do you give me advice when you've been married thrice times?
1: Has he? Three times. Well, you could say he's got a lot of experience, Jay. How about that?
0: Or, or I don't want to hear you get... from you. I want to hear from Will Smith, who's been married once or twice. Okay, twice. Okay, <laughs> Bill Cosby. Yeah, I can't
1: do that one. Either. Oh, no. <laughs> by the <laughs> way, you see the see the Cos did a show Monday,
0: and Cos and also in
1: Philadelphia, has... he just did a show,
0: and he has now cursed the Eagles by wearing the hat. It's over <laughs> yes, for them. He
1: wore the it's hat.
0: over oh, for them. Jesus. Can I can I can I yeah, say go something? Ahead. So um, yes, Scotland is he, is he our favorite Philadelphia fan?
1: Yes, because he is super chill about it. He's he the least obnoxious yes, Philly yes, yes. fan ever.
0: But I, I got a couple guys work with me who are from Philly, and they got very angry with me on Twitter because I said, I find it funny that Philadelphia, their biggest sports hero is a fictional boxer. And they <laughs> tore into me. Emma, isn't that true? Every, uh, every shot they show of Philly is the Rocky statue. Every opening shot for every game.
1: Well, that, that that and uh, whatever Nick and Gino's cheesesteak joint.
0: Right, but that's all they have is Rocky and cheesesteaks.
1: Well, they would argue that Rocky is not a fictional sports hero. Yes, yeah, that white, Chuck Wetner is the real Rocky, and hello, he existed. That's what they'll say.
0: <laughs> in the words, in <laughs> the words of of uh, Chris Rock, a white man, the heavyweight champion. Oh boy, that Spielberg something else. <laughs> A cookie. <laughs> what the hell did you just say? was that a white champion in boxing? <laughs> he goes, he a white man and yeah. the champion of boxing? <laughs> oh, boy, that's Spielberg something else. Oh, boy, he is <laughs> what an imagination.
1: All right, let's get to the football, Jay. As a Steelers fan, question, How and which one was more infuriating watching the Patriot game? A, seeing Tom Brady run a quarterback sneak <laughs> on second and two for three <laughs> yards. <laughs> or B, seeing James, James Harrison, Harrison coming on like a wrecking ball to end that game.
0: I, I think that James, even though James Harrison did not have a great game because I watched intently when he was in the game, and he got trucked on a couple of plays, but him coming up big at the end, that was the one that just kicked me in the dick hole. Exactly. I'm <laughs> about Kick that? Kicked you way? right in the
1: dick hole. Right in the dick hole. Because why weren't they playing him? They had no rotational snaps to be had for a freak like James Harrison in Pittsburgh. I don't understand that.
0: Again, I'm going to have to start questioning Pittsburgh's the other defensive coordinator, Keith Butler, on a lot of his stuff. And that one, not playing James Harrison. And you know what, though? I'm going to have to, Tomlin hand in that also.
1: So they both get the blame. So why not, if you're not going to play him, don't release him. That's Again. the biggest dumb thing ever. Why would you release him? Not as what and and then I mean I know he was getting to be a pain of the ass and posting stuff on Snapchat and Instagram release re, you know unleash the beast and all this other stuff but just do what you did to Martavius Bryant and so tell shut him up sit, and sit down sit here and like it exactly you don't let them boss you around I was thinking this about the Redskins with Sue Cravens this millennial nutcase who is never going to be a decent safety in the NFL hey, ever he's a Trojan uh, yeah okay well whatever you can have him you can have him back if you want. <laughs> They have not released this guy yet, and I'm thinking to myself, why? And part of me says it's stupid because they should just move on. Okay, second round pick, he was a whiff. But the other part of me says, hey, they've got to send a message to everyone else. You're not just going to crazy your way out of town if you're not happy because he won't be the last if you start cutting guys that start acting all weird. Do you um, believe in that? Look at Bryant,
0: Des, Stephen Jones talking about – you think they'll get rid of Dez Bryant?
1: Oh, oh yeah. That, that has already begun. When I saw that quote, I'm like, oh, the game is now afoot in Dallas because they want Dez to take a pay cut. And arguably, he should take a pay cut because he's not what he once was. That no. said, this is the kind of bullshit proxy war that goes on in the media when they say little things that they know are going to get the boat rocking back and forth.
0: Dez doesn't have the cachet he once had.
1: No. No, he does not. He used to be, I remember my buddy Cowboy Mike would always say, just throw it to Daz in his Jerry Jones voice. And that was true. You could literally just throw it to Daz and he'd go up and get it and miracles would happen. Unless uh, the referees fucked him and said, no, you didn't, you didn't survive the ground. That's an incomplete pass.
0: I have a, you mentioned the Redskins. I have a question for you. So I, I may have to be a pseudo-Skins fan. Why? And we both know why. W- when why well, 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 we how just, because as i if we've talked about my godson Anthony Joseph Francis AJ Francis AJ yes will they keep him this year coming up, Dave. He did, He played. Why? Pretty. We, l- let me. Let me. He played pretty good this season. Yes. True or false? Yes.
1: True. One hundred percent true. Okay. AJ Francis. For those that don't know, listening on the podcast all across the nation, and yes. of course in the UK and Australia. Ooh, Jay, we, we, we have, have Australia, right? Aussie bingle bangle dingle. Yes. Frog in a sock. Uh, don't get your knickers in a bunch, Aussie. Yes. Mm. Try the Vegemite sandwich. Try, yeah, right. Um, no. Uh, for those that don't know, AJ Francis, defensive lineman. From the University of Maryland, has been on the fringe of NFL rosters for his whole career. He's played yes. for the Redskins, up and down, up and down, up and down, ten day contract, played for the whole the deal.
0: Buccaneers, play for the Dolphins, play for the Seahawks.
1: He's got he's got a ton of jerseys. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You're saying is he gonna stick with the Redskins? My answer is why bother? We've got him on the extended roster, which is called his apartment. And when we need him, <laughs> we'll call him. Ouch. I know, that's oh, cruel. Oh,
0: my God. That's, that's a... cruel. Oh! Oh! oh Dagger. Oh, that's,
1: that's cruel, but listen. My God! Oh, my God, uh, My oh. God! He's broken. <laughs> that's a Oh, son of a bitch. Oh! This is scary, JR. You're
0: damn right it
1: is. You know, AJ would like that because he's a big wrestling fan. The... biggest Biggest. yes right and he would have loved the stone cold return on wwe raw but so so you you say okay but anyway right what so what you're asking me will the redskins keep him on the on the 52 man or 53 man roster yes i don't know i hope so he did play and he played well for us late but life for those guys on the fringes of nfl rosters completely sucks and they literally fly from city to city for tuesday tryouts uh, and just you know, fly coach. And they're like, yeah, I'm going to Denver. I'm going to try out. And they're going to look at me and go, nah, I don't think so. But hey, Cincinnati called, so I'm going to go there.
0: Until I found out how much you, get, you make for being on the practice roster, I didn't feel too bad for him. Now you do. What do you make on the practice roster? 7500 a week? I'm not going to say what they make. That's, Why? that's his business. Let's just, let's just say this. A Bro, you be- can look that shit up. It's beautif- publicly known. A beautiful house in Tampa with a uh, grotto pool.
1: How about that? For practice squad no that's what he's got oh well of course he does because he's probably smart with his money very smart yes A- and he he has gamed the system i think he told us once when he was on that he wants to just last in the league x number of years so he can be pension eligible
0: that Okay, I didn't want to say that. But I didn't want to tell his business, but yes, that is true. <laughs> and he wants... He knows the team. Now everyone knows <laughs> it. It's not a big secret. I, I didn't want to tell everybody in the podcast if they didn't listen, you know. But he also...
1: 7200 wa- a week, Jay. It's the first answer on Google.
0: Again, I don't like to speak out of school. <laughs> okay. Even though we do do a segment, fuck that guy. But still- That's right. <laughs> but he okay. also wants to be governor of Maryland. That is his other... And he's serious about that because if you follow okay. him on Twitter little bit
1: outspoken with the politics. Okay. Well, good for him. There you go. Good for him. I mean, nothing is impossible. Not in this day and age. (laughs) That's true. That's what Kevin Garnett told me. Nothing is
0: impossible.
1: Actually, wasn't when the saying from Adidas, uh, impossible is nothing, or anything is possible.
0: Anything is possible
1: was, was KG after the Celtics won. Right, right, right. And then the answer to that is, well, Forgiving Ray Allen for leaving, that's not possible,
0: actually.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right on cue right there. All right, back to the Patriot game. I got to ask you this. Danny Amendola and white wide receivers. They they make them like cookies. They really do. Kevin Hogan killed the sugars last year, yes. Right, a lacrosse player. Edelman, a converted quarterback from Kent State. Amendola and Welker, a bunch of shrimpos from Texas Tech. Here's my first of all, someone on Twitter had to take pseudo umbrage that I mentioned him being a white guy. And I said, Look, are my people not allowed to take a little bit of pride in overachievers in a very alpha competitive sport, which is what the NFL 70% black? Yes. Okay. Is that wrong? No. Okay, I good. thank you. Thank you. And the corollary question is why can't my people crack? running back or cornerback and I'm not talking fullback or fake ass fullback like Mike Allstott or Tommy Vardell who was hot for two seconds or no uh, Peyton Hillis who had a couple of hot seasons the only white tailback is Christian McCaffrey and I and by the way
0: I have a bet with a buddy I bet him before the season that Christian McCaffrey would
1: make all rookie and I won that bet oh yeah, he's team. good he's really good he's good he's really fast but they're finding out they can't run him on first and second down between. Can't the Can't run tackles. him between the tackles. because no.
0: because he looks small. He's 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 the white Reggie Bush. That's who he is. I don't even think he's as big as Reggie Bush. He is. He's he's as big as Reggie Bush.
1: He's like six foot two fifteen. He doesn't look it out there. He, he is.
0: He, look. Maybe him it's up.
1: my maybe it's my white bias <laughs> showing through that <laughs> I look at him and I go that whitey can't be out there. Give him some so. What here's my theory on why running back and cornerback cannot be cracked for white guys. Because in theory, okay, just in the abstract, if you don't know anything about football, you go, oh, so the guy's running around catching the passes. A lot of white guys doing that really well. Thielen and Amendola and Welker and other guys. But the guys defending the guys running around catching the passes, they're all black. And there hasn't been a white one of those since Jason Seahorn. right? Yes.
0: Why is that? I don't think. I wish I could answer that one. That is a why are there no white running backs or DBs besides safeties. Not even safeties anymore.
1: That used to be you guys ruled that's that another one. Good, and you that's, guys ruled that one. That was your spot, safety. Are, bro, are you look, Are you looking on my notes here? I'm not looking at your notes. I did not send you these notes You did not me. I send did. me these I, notes. That was exactly my next line. Chuck Cecil. <laughs> right. There's not many white safeties anymore either. And I started scanning my brain going, hmm. I'm really not. I'm drawing a blank on that because they do have to be more, you know, sideline to sideline and roam even farther. And there's the old tr- lineation of, you know, strong versus weak is getting more and more muddled, where they don't really teams really don't define anymore strong and weak, and they don't just say you're the strong safety, go ahead and sit in the box and tackle dudes.
0: Right, you can't be just a heat-seeking missile anymore. You actually have to cover tight ends like Gronk, right? Running backs, you got to cover uh, slots. Those my days, theory. Get-
1: my theory on, on, on the, the white wide receivers but nothing else, the really elite, skill, fast, athletic position, is that there's a weed-out theory, which is coming up the ranks of football, the good white athletes kind of get weeded out of running back and cornerback because, for the most part, once you get to junior high, high school, college, the best of the best are almost all going to be black. Fair enough assumption?
0: <sighs> uh...
1: For the most, okay, I'll, I'll part. give you for the most part. And so, the white athletes who are good end up getting gently redirected to either other positions in football, or they might just take their helmet and go home and play baseball or hockey or something else.
0: Now, I, I'm thinking because as 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 a, a Ute, yes. I played uh, you know little league football from age eight to high school, and then into high school. And I'm trying everybody I played with. We kind of stayed together from age 8 to age 13. And if you know what, Zabe, I'm going to give yourself a ding-ding because as we went up, some guys would go to lacrosse. Some guys would go to soccer. There's one guy who I played with for my whole life, and he was a quarterback, and he was white. But as you said, they weeded themselves. and Wow, Zabin is... So you're Zabin, buying in. Zabin has a theory that is okay. foolproof and correct. Oh well, my goodness! That's I don't the know. First you know what?
1: You know. Yeah. <laughs> Easy now, chief. <laughs> Easy now, boy. All right. If I'm wrong, you know what? If anyone else has a theory, go ahead and email me yahoo.com. We'll pick it up next week. The other thing is, when it comes to corners, maybe there's white guys who are as fast as some of the mid-range corners, perhaps. But it never hurts as a corner in the NFL to have Absolute surplus speed, Back. beyond just the minimum required for the position,
0: especially the the, uh, right? the fluid hips.
1: Got to have the fluid hips. It's all in the hips. It's all in the hips. Like uh, Mr. Chubb said to Happy Gilmore, it's all in the hips. <laughs> and because uh, the, the the
0: makeup speed in, in a in a cornerback, that's I think that's the most essential. The okay. makeup
1: speed. When the makeup guy... speed, right, right. Which Jalen Ramsey has in spades. Oh
0: my. God, is guy is guy. sick he's gonna be so good little, in two years a little bit mouthy oh, a <laughs> little bit mouthy really mouthy but when you hey, back it up you have to be that way to you be, have to be yeah, yeah. you have to yeah at cornerback
1: you really have to there's they're not making daryl greens anymore that are just church going nice guys you know back there at corner wow <laughs> 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 what am i wrong
0: i think you don't think daryl talks
1: him some smack no in the day no. yeah okay but then again nobody talked like they do now, I think. I think right. talk, trash-talking has evolved as well. Who's the nicest corner in the league right now? Ooh. I, like, who's not a bobblehead every time he breaks up a pass right in your face kind of guy?
0: I don't see any because they're all made the same. That's right. You break up one pass and they want to run down the field and do the – Yeah. No, it's it's no – Incomplete. Right, right. Or, or, yeah. or I broke that up and just yeah. show everybody.
1: Yes. All right. Richard Sherman, where do you stand on his tweet about, can't play Gronk any other way unless you blow up his knees? <laughs> Gronk is the most
0: uncoverable football player I've ever seen. But do you agree with the hit that and there's no other way to hit him? There's no, there's no other way to hit him. Really? That's, yeah, you can't hit him up high unless you hit him in the head. And you take it him out of the knees? I was going to say, that's the way to do it. I, I, I agree. You have to hit him at the knees. I just
1: found it, it amazing that all of a sudden Richard Sherman, the Seahawks, cares about anyone else's knees. Since they're the team that was diving at the center's knees for Jacksonville Earlier in the year. Where do you stand on Richard Sherman? Great player.
0: Okay. I, no, I do like him. It, it, it took great me a while player, to, to get past the great player, the bravado.
1: Fi- great player, 50% full of shit. Once he became a league face and he knew that he could get microphones and attention for whatever he said, he started saying a lot of shit that really, you know, is a bit pompous, is a bit self-serving. Still- I mean, this is a guy that got busted and got off of it for Adderall. He's part of the uh, Seattle Seahawks up there. (laughs) Still
0: one of the greatest on the Mount Rushmore of post games. Oh, but the crab chain thing? And by the way, nobody ever brings up the point. And my favorite part is that he dropped the N-bomb. What? Go back and watch. With Aaron Andrews? When Aaron Andrews says, who are you talking about? And he says, that N-bomb crab tree, but CBS beeped no. it. Go watch it again.
1: They I had no way to beep it. They had no I mean, way. No,
0: they. the CBS, I'm telling you, it happened. I watched it like 900 times. Really? That N-bomb crab tree. Yes. Yeah, so go, he goes, who are you? He goes, who? That crab tree. Don't bring, when you bring a sorry receiver like crab. Let <laughs> you talking about you. you see that? Oh! You see that? Thank wow. you.
1: Thank you. Whoa! Yes. Hold on a second. I want to get a better audio of this. <laughs> that that was uh, by the way, people you know you know what my fuck that guy is? The guy who uploads video of him phone recording his tv <laughs> without getting up off the couch it's <laughs> my early fuck that guy all right here's a better one final play take me through it watch his lips corner of the game. when you try me with a sorry receiver like crabtree that's the result you're gonna get don't you ever talk about me who was talking about you crabtree don't you all- see he check swinged it Oh. They did not bleep it. He check swinged it. I, by the way, Sherman is like looking right into the camera. It's the best WWE promo, and little sweet Aaron Andrews is terrified. Don't you open your mouth about the best? Are you on the center for you real quick? Lob. <laughs> Lob. It's a good one right there. Aaron Andrews just
0: looks terrified. Get me out of here.
1: (laughs) And that was the last we heard of the San Francisco 49ers, Jay. (laughs) Well. What happened to that team? Well, they had had five bad years and they stopped playing football in 2016. Sad story. They have Jimmy G now, the greatest thing since sliced bread. I know they do. Uh, Where do you stand on Baker Mayfield? Did we talked about this? Uh... Because we're now getting into scrutiny season where everything gets scrutinized. Scrutinized like, oh, why did he not show up for media sessions at the Senior Bowl? And he's like, my mom was sick. Stop asking me about that. They're like, well, he's afraid to get measured because they're going to see how short he is, for real. And he's like, I'll get measured tomorrow if that matters to you. And it's like, you're going to play in the game. He's like, we'll see. Where do you stand on Baker Mayfield? I'm going to give
0: you, and you're going to hate this. I hate him,
1: but Zabe, You think he's s- going to be good?
0: There's something about him. I don't know what it is. Okay. I don't know what a it swagger, is. A swagger, baby. He's, uh, he's, he's anti Manziel. Like, I think he's got more than Manziel had. And okay. if he lasted until the second round, which he won't, I would love the Steelers to pick him up. Oh, Jesus. They need a QB. Oh, boy. But that's not going to, you know, him or Lamar Jackson. I'd like either one of those guys.
1: You know, Lamar Jackson's intriguing because you know who told me face-to-face that he was a wide receiver, period, full stop? Desmond Howard at the Army-Navy Game Radio wrote two years ago. He's a wide receiver? Yeah, I said, what do you think of uh, Lamar Jackson as, you know, at the next level? And he goes, he's a wide receiver. Oh, God. And I go, And I go, really? Like, you don't think it? And he stopped me, Desmond Howard, mid-interview, said he's a wide receiver. I'm going to disagree with that. I would like to see. I don't know if he's changed his opinion now because, you know, Lamar Jackson moved the needle on his skill set in his second year. Not his second year, but this year, which arguably was better than the previous year, but the team wasn't as good. And he's got a funny motion, the way he throws. It's a whip motion. It looks a, lot like, it looks a lot like Vic. The Vic flick. The Vic flick, which, I mean, really can sling it, but that, that motion tends to get a little inaccurate.
0: And he's, very, and he's very Tyrod Taylor when he scrambles. You never see anybody lighting up Tyrod when he runs. Tyrod will run and then get out of bounds. Or, uh, or no when to
1: slide. Last I saw of Tyrod, he got fucked up. <laughs> In fact, the last I saw of Tyrod was them peeling him off the field, Jay. So Tyrod occasionally, Tam- occasionally they do get to Tyrod, just saying. But
0: not all the time like they did to Tebow. That's what he knows how to elude tackles. Oh, you got to bring, oh, white gotta bring a white guy white guy. All right, well, See, that's me...
1: kind of racist. <laughs> that's a new segment. That's kind of racist. <laughs> that's kind
0: of racist. Okay. <laughs>
1: you know what's kind of racist yes. is the Cavaliers being mad at Kevin Love for missing one game. You know what? When Derrick Rose goes missing for, for... <laughs> two months because yeah. he's sad about how shitty he is because his knee's fucked up. And they go, no problem. Just find yourself, Derrick. We'll keep you on the payroll. And Kevin Love's like, man, I feel like crap. Can I sit out this game? And they're like, no, you <laughs> asshole. They do do make Kinda Kevin racist. love to be the scapegoat a lot. Totally. Anything, is...
0: that, anything that Gales goes wrong. Oh, blame Kevin. Blame, blame Kevin. 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 Yeah. Right. Are
1: they are they blaming Tristan Thompson and that Hua Kim Kardashian or Khloe Kardashian, the Kardashian curse, which is real? No. Who've well, we proven that they are team killers. Total team killers. And career killers also. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Uh, Wizards player only meeting. You hear about this one?
0: Yo, I th- you don't remember, love the players only meeting. I don't. I remember telling you uh, we had a in high school we had a like a five or six game losing streak. High school basketball we had a players only meeting.
1: Players that, only that
0: ended up Zabin in a team fight. <laughs> Greatest thing ever. Of course it One did. Great. It started out as we need to start winning. Next thing I knew there were punches thrown. It was <laughs> awesome. I love the players
1: only this, meeting. This week, Cooley on his show on our station trotted out his notes because he keeps no- his notebooks from when he played. It was a 2008 players-only meeting, and he transcribed the notes word for word. And they were things like, when dude do wrong, say it. (laughs) And help Jay up after sacks and stuff like that. (laughs) And Cooley's like, this was such a waste (laughs) of time. It didn't help at all. How many did they go on a four-game
0: winning streak and then and thus win the title?
1: That's right, no. And so basically the Wizards had a players-only meeting in which they came out of it saying, yeah, that kind of hurt us because guys didn't take it very well. And then they talked about it, both Beal and Wall. Here's the question. If you got a a, a message, a social media message on Twitter saying, shh, we've put a camera in an NBA team's players-only meeting. They don't know about it. It's going to start in two minutes, 49 95 for a live stream of it with audio and video. Are you in? I am in. In 1,000%, right? And nobody likes John Wall. Is that true on the well, winters? J.J. Beret, I don't like him now, that's I, for sure. I saw
0: the because he called him a midget. That's midget, pretty funny. Yeah. But, but, but John enjoyed. Wall and Bradley Beal
1: still do not coexist, correct? They're not buds. No, they're not getting tattoos of each other, and, I'll tell you that. And I don't
0: think anybody like – and Otto Porter doesn't like anybody.
1: Otto Porter is a nice guy. What a He hit the lottery, though. I mean, with that contract. I was the only guy on the market, Jay, that said, I'd pass on that. You can't. You can't. You're not going to get anybody else like him. I'm like, he's our third best scorer. You're going to give him a max deal. So, and they're like, no, just go ahead and spend it. But a nice guy, though. I mean, so very happy. For if it. the Wizards do not make
0: the playoffs, with 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 the team with John Wall, Bradley Beal, Kelly Oubre, who is now a burgeoning star, It's coming on, and they'll make the playoffs. Okay, I'm pretty sure. Does Scott Brooks? No, because they don't fire anybody.
1: He's only been there a year. Yeah, and a half.
0: they don't fire anybody. Now, how about no. Ernie?
1: Let's get rid of him. Jesus, don't get me started on that. Ernie should have been fired a long time. ago. He again.
0: should have been hired on the second. Yeah, that's true. All
1: right, it, LeBron's Instagram post in advance of his thirty thousand point milestone. Oh, the one with him at like eleven or whatever. And him writing a note to himself, or was it the kid writing a note to the adult LeBron? I'm kind of confused on both. This is
0: the guy you talk about when you, you were saying that the uh, the modern-day athlete and their social media. LeBron is like a 12-year-old girl with his. Yeah. I saw him. Boogie Cousins had like uh, the, the 40, 20, and 10, and LeBron was like the first one. Oh, Boogie, you're killing. Shut up. I'm not happy that he did. That means he's going to. No, I'm not congratulating him.
1: I understand where LeBron's coming from because – He, I'm sure, had this milestone planned out. His probably his team and his social media people. And Maverick Carter said, hey, we're going to make sure that, you know, you get credit because LeBron doesn't get enough credit in some areas. Not all areas. In some areas, though, I don't think he gets enough credit. How about the credit that he's been so healthy in his career? I'm sure he's played through a bunch of injuries.
0: We debated this tonight. Do you think he passes Kareem? In the scoring list? Yeah. How many points away? 8,000, I think. Eight to 9,000, something like that?
1: Don't know, don't care. It's kind of boring. Kareem was a dinosaur played a million years, and so I don't – points, eh, whatever. Okay. But LeBron wanted to get credit at least, you know, even though – and so they probably planned this out because it's a big round number, and, you know, 40,000, the next big round number is not going to come for a while. And I don't think he anticipated the team being in a complete shit tailstorm right now. <laughs> and so, what's LeBron going to do? Not gloss himself for a pre planned Instagram pop? I would have respected 30, him more. He, I would
0: have respected him more if he did that. I'd rather, I care about winning. I don't care about 30,000. I, I would have respected him a lot more if he did that.
1: What would Jordan have been in this age with all these tools, all these self gratification tools? Instagram, Twitter. Would he have been a complete bitch? I think Jordan would have been quiet like he he doesn't do anything now with... He would have been chill? Yeah, like he is now. Unless he was a millennial like, raised on the internet. Look at magic. Magic is all over Twitter. Can you imagine Jordan if he had Twitter and he was playing baseball and sucking at it? How many people <laughs> would bombard him with you suck takes on Twitter and Instagram?
0: Oh. And then
1: he wouldn't be tempted and lash back
0: or how about how about jordan uh goading other players because you know he was a notorious shit notorious
1: needler yes exactly he would
0: love that
1: guess we'll never know couple of quick mop-ups before we get to uh the weekly edition of ftg uh comedian monique is mad at netflix (laughs) something that i have knowledge (laughs) on monique monique says there is a disparity uh, and that she wants people to boycott Netflix because she only got paid five hundred grand for her comedy special, and Amy Schumer and Chris Rock got paid a whole bunch more. At one time, Zabe, Monique
0: and your boy Jay were very friendly on friendly terms. She is from Baltimore. Really? We once, when I worked at a station in Baltimore, we once had a Monique day. We took her to her elementary, junior high, and high school. Monique and I have... We used to. I'm sorry. Let me take that. We used to hang out a lot. I had her number. I could call her. Wow. This was like 2002, 2003. Monique was great. Okay. That being said, Zabe, she is insane. She's out of her fucking mind. There is a thing called- Woman, you lost your mind. There was a thing called funny and hood funny. She's hood funny. The black- (laughs) We in the black community, Zabe, think Monique's funny. Monique oh. is not funny. She's Outside. not crossover funny? She's not crossover funny. No. Get out of my face with that crazy <laughs> that's stuff. That's did Tawana want to tell you that?
1: Where you get that from? Because somebody that's told that's it to you? True. Did Tawana want to tell you that? Yeah. Did you to Don't call me? ask me nothing. <laughs> <laughs> did Tawana want to tell you that? <laughs> I haven't spoken did with you. All right, then. Don't, all right, go then. Yeah. Yeah. don't go there with me. Don't go there with me. Don't go there with me. You want to keep it real, you keep it real with me. Because I ain't for no games. That was the best. is Iverson, right? Juicy Iverson, that was the best. Clean beatdown of a woman of a reporter I've ever seen. Ugh. Didn't have to cuss. Didn't make it personal. Just shut her shit down. Going, whoa, whoa, whoa. Where'd you get that from? <laughs> Did Tawana tell you that? That's so good. Another favorite. So, all right. So, the the thing I don't know what she's complaining about because I mean I understand she the got embassy. offered five hundred thousand. I understand the envy because Amy Schumer is not funny. No, thank you. And I you. speak for the white community in saying she's neither funny nor even remotely attractive. She is one of those would wooden fucker with your dick for practice on an off day. Towson graduate. Whatever. <laughs> Disgusting. Like she and Lena Dunham. Oh, thank you. Oh. 1A, one 1B. One like you. there's not much difference thank between you. the two. Thank you. See the, see. And yet she thinks she is somehow... You know, one of the guys fuckable, Amy Schumer.
0: Not, she yeah. is, she's disgusting to me because I've heard stories about her doing something like, ew, no, not with oh, you.
1: Yeah. Well, I think she based her old comedy routine on that. She is, she is like the female version of Dane Cook, <laughs> a comedian Ouch. who's big and famous that you say to yourself, why, why, how, how is this possible?
0: Well, but, but again, Monique, right. she's upset. So, but she's upset because they offered Netflix offered her five hundred thousand, and she thinks because she did win an Oscar, that for she's what? Uh, precious. She won best oh, okay. supporting, but okay. by the way, that movie sucked. <laughs> okay, uh, but she feels that she should be paid on that point. I'm like Monique, I, I love you, but you're not on that level. Nobody have you, have knows you who you are. I have not talked to her since this. I have not talked to her probably about six years.
1: Okay, I'll let you reach out and see if you yeah, can see, maybe yeah. calm her down yeah. just a bit. Yeah, chill out. And she'll say, don't talk to me.
0: <laughs> yeah, where'd you, who are you? Yeah, why do you have my number still?
1: <laughs> I'll lose that. Yeah. Exactly. All right, anything you want to get in before we get to FTG and close this out for today, which has been a spectacular run today, I must say.
0: Uh, yes, and really quickly, the, did you hear about Janet Jackson? No. Janet Jackson uh, had, a, had a prenup with her husband. Okay. Okay. Dugel, so, go okay on. so Janet Jackson had a prenup with her husband. What husband is this? The one she was married to. This is number one? This is number one, one, one she only? just divorced. Okay. Because she's now back with Jermaine Dupree. And you're going, who's Jermaine Dupree?
1: I've heard of Jermaine Dupri. Okay,
0: she's now back with him. Either
1: she had a her kid. Her husband. Okay, she's been married once. She's been in her married
0: life. twice.
1: Okay. Is that her and her husband she's getting divorced from white guy, black guy? What? Uh,
0: he's uh Saudi or something like that.
1: Oh God. Okay. <laughs> but, Nothing against Saudis.
0: <laughs> I heard about the prenup. They had a prenup that she would get I had to look this up too. Seventeen oil wells. A hundred million for every year they were married. For five years. (laughs) She stayed five years and two months. Janet Jackson got a cool five hundred million and got a kid out of it too.
1: Oh my god.
0: Yes. So this guy (laughs) So this guy got sweet loving from Janet Jackson for five years and had to give up five hundred million.
1: But guess what? If he has four billion, it's not he, that big a okay, deal, right? Very
0: good point. But he's like a he's like a prince. I, I'm not sure what country, but it's a Middle Eastern country.
1: Jay, once again, it's as true as it's ever been. Pussy is undefeated. Vagina
0: is undefeated.
1: That Absolutely is true. undefeated, untied, holds all the belts. Here we go. Time for FTG. I'm not a good guy. I'm the guy. Ha <laughs> ha, fuck that guy. <laughs> fuck that guy. All right, Jay's nominee today for FTG is who now, or what exactly? Now see, it's a
0: what, and, and you're involved in this
1: what. Oh, God. Because right. I
0: heard you and all your little, I don't know what you want to call, your little, your little pack of baseball has to be changed. <laughs> okay, go A go ahead. few people. Shut up! Not every sport needs a clock. Why, oh. why Why? are you so hell-bent on everything needing a clock? This is why baseball is the best sport. It has no clock. Yet there is always a chance for you to end up winning. Why does it need to be a pitch clock?
1: Why? Because these motherfuckers are taking forever to no. pitch the ball. They're it's scratching. They're adjusting. This. They're stepping off the rubber. They're stepping no. out of the box. Zabin, what? And I looked
0: this up because I would have this argument. Remember the game where the Orioles played the White Sox after the Freddie Gray Rides? You remember yes, that game?
1: With no fans.
0: Yes. Take a guess how long that game took. I don't know. I'll, I'll give you. This is why you take a guess. You say something. Oh,
1: I'm sorry. Yes. Uh, two hours and 35 minutes.
0: Okay, two hours and three minutes. Why is that? Maybe the commercials are killing the game. And by the way, there were six pitching changes in they that game also. They didn't televise it? They game? did not televise that game. Oh, no. Wow. And two hours. And it is not. It's people stepping okay. off. And by the way, that is something that's also great. When you're standing in against a pitcher thinking about what he's going to throw and he's taking too long, you step out. You you ruin his rhythm. He ruins your rhythm. That is part of the game. Not everything needs a clock.
1: So, in Stop other words, it. to all the people who believe in things such as a pitch clock in baseball, Jay, you say... Fuck that guy. Oh! Oh! Fair enough. Spoken as a truly passionate baseball lover, Jay Cottrell. Thank you. I'm one of the last black people who still like baseball, so. Oh, please. (laughs) You know, stop feeding those stereotypes, Jay. Go (laughs) ahead. All right. Wait a minute. Who was yours? Oh, my FTG? Yes. Well, I had one yesterday with Drew. I don't know if I can need one for sure
0: whoa i don't hold up wait a minute whoa whoa i don't know if i like this you using am i leaving you, you out hanging right right you, yeah you busting your nuts with your, <laughs>
1: <laughs> i don't know if i like that one it, it should be it should be pretty easy for me i should have a stack of fuck that guys just ready to go let right? me
0: guess i i haven't i didn't listen was it uh was it troy aikman
1: uh, God, who was it? I don't know. Maybe I got out a given one yesterday as well. Okay. I got to go back and review the tape. Wow. Okay.
0: I don't. I don't know if I like you just being willy nilly with the uh, FTGs with everybody.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, boy. Let's see. Who would, who would be really deserving of this?
0: Aikman. Oh, my God, was he terrible. That was one of the worst calls for a championship game that a color commentator has ever had. He seemed clueless. Did you un- like it?
1: Did you like when he said it would be good that they didn't have to challenge what did that mean what did that
0: mean made
1: sense to Aikman and Buck and Buck who I'm not a fan of but he was like you can hear him uh okay yeah he just paused He was like okay I don't have time to unravel this with Troy so let's just move on there's gonna be a review and all right how about here I'll give you an F I'll fuck that guy coming up to call the Super Bowl hopefully his last Al Michaels you're uh, not God. good anymore. Oh. You're living off of Lake Placid. Oh. Retire and let oh. Mike Tirico, the best of the business, take oh. over to Al Michael. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Oh, that one hurts, too. I love Al Michael. Stop yeah, it. Well, then, good. He can read you a bedtime story. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Jay, as always, a pleasure, my friend. Take care. We'll talk to you next week.
0: Thank you, Zip.
1: All right, we'll end with this. First, homework. Thank you for doing your homework. We have people chiming in on the one thing about your state that is a complete shit show. One rule, one law, one thing that you tell people who have never been to your state, yeah, this is how we do it here. And they're like, what? Andy Morin, my friend from Indianapolis, says, Abe, completely fucked up thing about Indiana is, in my state, you still cannot buy alcohol on Sundays at all. Not even past noon? I think North Carolina has blue laws that go until noon. Although, says Andy, we were told that this is the year it finally changes. We'll see. Maybe. Also, isn't Indiana the one state that doesn't do daylight savings? So they kind of, even though they're in the Midwest where they should be, they're still an hour or I I don't know how that works. Michael in Pennsylvania, says Zabe, turning in my homework assignment. In the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, there's a law that states, quote, any motorist who sees a team of horses coming toward him must pull pull well off the road, cover his car with a blanket or canvas that blends with the countryside, and let the horses pass. Which reminds me, I should still someday find a recording I took and upload it to YouTube of an Amish guy flipping off my father and my family parked on the side of the road as they drove their buggy past. Did you have the blanket, though, that concealed your automobile with the countryside? And this one uh, from Wisconsin, and I did not cut and paste the name of this emailer. I apologize. Diploma Privilege, he sends me a wiki link. What's Diploma Privilege? Well, in Wisconsin, apparently you don't need to pass the bar to practice law. You only need to attend an in-state law school. Yes, indeed, the person who cuts your hair has to take more tests to get their license than a Wisconsin lawyer, or, by that extension, a Wisconsin judge who is just a lawyer plus five years of experience. Geography trumping competency. Well, I did not know that. Interesting. All right, I will leave you with this. This is the final. Leave you with this. Had a texter, tweeter... Somebody reach out and say, Zabe, could you talk about this on your ZabeCast? Apparently, if you text and drive, it could start to cost you when it comes to insurance. Arity, a i a r i t y, a unit of insurance giant Allstate, is starting to track in-car smartphone use so that insurance companies can either punish or reward drivers depending on how much they use their phone while driving. The technology works by using the smartphone's accelerometer and gyroscope to sense whether the device is being moved, likely in a driver's hand, or if it's lying flat on a surface. Arity can also tell whether the phone is unlocked and whether any apps are being used. Allstate may soon use the technology to determine customers' car insurance rates. In a statement, they describe the tech as a way to promote safe driving, of course. They expect smartphone data to become commonly used by car insurers in the coming years. Insurance companies who don't use this data risk losing their best drivers to other companies that offer discounts related to rates of distracted driving. But before this becomes a reality, ARITY will need regulatory approval from state insurance offices and car insurance companies such as Allstate won't be able to use the technology without drivers, and this is the key, agreeing to it. Or in other words, opting in. Already requires drivers to download an app so it can track how a phone is being used while driving. I would bet I'd bet a month's car insurance that there will be plenty of people who opt in to this app for it, in exchange for a little bit of a discount on their driving, or a little bit of a discount on their insurance. And you would say some would say, "Well, what's wrong with that?" And I would say, in the abstract, nothing. But it's the opting in that is troublesome in our ever-connected, technologically evolving world because we're opting into a lot of things that really, yeah, we're opting into giving our credit card information online and letting our computers store it in their digital wallets and say, here, go ahead and hold this. You're okay with this. We're opting into other things. We are We are allowing microphones into our house that listen to us by way of these Alexas and other connected devices. Oh, isn't that great? I can just say, hey, Alexa, play the Zabecast. Somebody asked me that, by the way, if I could set up the Zabecast so it is recognized by Amazon's smart devices. I'll try. I don't know how to do that exactly, but I'll try. And you say, what's wrong with that? People want to be able to voice command their... Alexa, and ask stupid questions. How many sticks of butter in a pound? Uh, can I Play this song, do this. Okay, but you do know you've invited a microphone now listening in your house at all time, which can be hacked, which can be used by companies that have access to it, which who knows? It's kind of like Big Brother. And when it comes to saving a little bit of money, of course, people are going to opt in to this Allstate thing about distracted driving and your smartphone. And guess what? It's going to put pressure on the rest of us who don't want to opt in, who don't use our phones recklessly while driving. Some of us can use our phones safely while driving if I'm let's, let's say I'm just looking up the Zabecast. I want to hit play and 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 while I'm driving uh, a comfortable 60 miles an hour on a wide open road and I want to pick up the phone and go, "Oh yeah, today's AbeCast. Click play. I'm now going to be punished for that? I'm the bad guy? Slippery slope. That's all I'm saying. And with that, we're done today. Thank you very much for listening. Tell two friends. Download, subscribe, worship, email me, feedback. I love it. Homework assignment. still. More things from more states. I want to get every state on the record as to one thing that's just completely fucked up about them. And uh, we appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate you listening as always. Thank you, and we will see you next time.